The Cigar Dave Show podcast is presented by Diamond Crown. Sit back, relax, pour a drink, and light up a Diamond Crown as you begin the show with the general, Cigar Dave. This is CCRN, the Cigar Connoisseur Radio Network. Broadcasting from Humidor 1A in the Cigar City of Tampa, Florida, USA. Welcome to the Cigar Dave Show, your weekly excursion into the world of cigars, spirits, and diversions. The cigar and pleasure-friendly hotlines are open. 877-DAVE-007. Now, fire up a cigar and pour yourself a cocktail. It's time for the General Cigar Dave. We are T-minus five days, 23 hours, and 53 minutes away from Operation Make America Great Again. And if you go to CigarDave.com, lower right side of the page, you will see we have had, since July of 2015... A countdown to Trump, a countdown to Operation Make America Great Again. I am waited with, I'm eagerly awaiting with bated breath for Friday, January 20th, 2017, 12 noon Eastern Time, as we swear in a new president and the disastrous legacy of Barack Obama as he tried to destroy the cigar industry, tried to destroy American business, is over, finished, sayonara, bye-bye, get the hell out. Long-ash greetings and salutations, a long-ash MAGA, make American great again, snappy salute, semper delictatio, always pleasure, long live the alpha. What an incredible week it is going to be, great week that has just passed. How about that college football championship? What an amazing game. And it took place right here in the Cigar City of Tampa. Had a great view of the stadium from Command Center Alpha Humidor 1A. 35-31, the Clemson Tigers beat Alabama. Crimson Tide. I was rooting for Clemson. Alabama was won plenty and, I don't know, something about Nick Saban. He's a sourpuss. He could win 100 of these things, and the guy would never be happy. He's like Belichick. Something in their DNA, they're never quite happy. It was an incredible game with Clemson winning one tick to go. Now, throughout the entire week here in the Cigar City, it was booming. I would say my observation from downtown Ybor City in the West Shore area, around the stadium, Easily 70% Clemson fans. I rarely saw any Crimson Tide fans. Most everywhere I went, the Tiger Paws, orange, the orange flags, everywhere you went. But after the game, a big celebration in the Clemson Tiger locker room. Pictures of players lighting cigars, smoking victory cigars. In fact, there were, uh, in one of the reports that we will post, Alec Bradley's Sanctum Double Gordos were one of the cigars on the menu. In fact, defensive end Claren Farrell was smoking that. He said he bought it for 15 bucks. He said we felt we had to get some because we felt we were going to do well in the next two games. They took one to 
the Fiesta Bowl in Arizona and Ohio State. Smoked those after they won. Had to bring out the big dogs for this one, and they sure did. And, of course, everywhere you went to Ybor City, there were cigars all over the place. So without any question, a very cigar-friendly week here in the Cigar City of Tampa. It was great to see. Incredible game. Loved watching it on the... I had the three TVs going, and I watched the ESPN film room with various college coaches. That was a fascinating way to watch the game. So the only problem now is I'm in a little bit of football depression because college football is done, and now the NFL is winding down, and then nothing until really preseason August, but late August, early September. Bring back the USFL. All right, now, speaking of some cigar news, on Tuesday, in the Federal Register, which is the daily record of any proposed laws, regulations, rulemaking the federal government proposes, a little nugget on cigars. Now, I have told you that cigars, the American cigar industry, those manufacturers who are based in the United States, sell their cigars in the United States, their factories may be in Nicaragua, Honduras, the Dominican Republic, even here in the United States. There are several cigar manufacturers in Ybor City, here in the Cigar City, in Miami, other parts of the country. They all have to follow the FDA regulations, and we've seen the new FUDA regulations that are incredibly onerous. They are incredibly cost prohibitive. There will be a massive clean-out a wipeout of many boutique cigars in the cigar industry, cigar industry, uh, cigar boutique manufacturers, unless the Trump administration overturns the Obama FUDA regulations. But there was a little nugget on Tuesday morning that I caught. Not many people caught it. As I mentioned, all the cigar manufacturers that operate in the United States, the Padrones, the Altadises, the General Cigars, the Newmans, the Fuentes, the Rocky Patels, the Alec Bradleys, the Cornelius and Anthony's, Cornelius and Anthony's, the Placencias, the Boutique Blends. I could go on and on and on. The Davidoffs, the Avos. They all must have warning labels, and there will be more draconian warning labels placed on boxes of cigars. So while the regulations on the manufacturers based in the United States who sell their cigars in the United States are getting more and more onerous and more and more difficult to comply with. The FDA dropped a nugget Tuesday morning, loosening warning label requirements for Cuban cigars. little gift from the Bolshevik Barack Obama administration to his good buddy, commie pinko bastard, Raul Castro. The FDA issued a draft guidance a week, actually, a week ago yesterday, and it was released in the Federal Register this past Tuesday that addressed the required warning statements on cigars from in, coming from Cuba. The draft guidance explains that the FDA does not, repeat, does not intend to take enforcement action with respect to cigars that, does, that do not comply with the size and placement requirements in the regulation when the information and specifications required under the regulation appear on the wrapper or the container or the cigar box that would accommodate the required warning statements. So, let me sum up the legalese. While the American manufacturers and distributors must comply with FDA regulations as they pertain to warning labels, the Cuban cigars that are coming into the United States that can be bought in Cuba, 
now in Europe, brought in en masse, they don't have to comply. Now, the cigars that are imported from Honduras, Nicaragua, the Dominican Republic, made here in the U.S., they all have to comply. But yet, the Obama administration giving a gift and screwing simultaneously the cigar manufacturers who import their cigars in the United States and the American cigar manufacturers and distributors. It is unacceptable. And as I stated all along, Barack Obama, thankfully now there is less than five days, 23 hours remaining of his administration, his disastrous administration, the, the regime that has perpetuated disastrous and onerous regulations on the cigar industry and many other industries. We're counting down the seconds, literally. What he has done screwed the very citizens, the employees, the manufacturers, the business owners who operate legally in this country and gave a huge, giant gift to the Cubans. And I have said this all along. The Obama administration views you and I, the hardworking, taxpaying citizens of this country as the enemy. The Barack Obama administration views the American businesses who create jobs, who invest capital in this country, who create products that are consumed willingly by consumers in this nation. They view them as the enemy. The Obama administration believes that companies, businesses, there's only two ways that they make money either by screwing their employees or screwing the consumers. That's their philosophy. They believe it. The academics practice it. They espouse it. Not one of them has ever signed the front of a paycheck. But the Newmans signed the front of paychecks. The Fuentes, the Rocky Patels, the Padrones, the Alan Rubens, the Nick Perdomos, they all signed the front of paychecks. They invest their capital in this country, and yet their president, their own country, is screwing them and favoring a communist dictatorship that treats their citizens horribly and, and, and do not allow freedom of expression, freedom of political opposition. They jail anybody that's in the opposition. To Obama, no problem. Let's welcome in the Cuban cigars. Let's make a, an unlevel playing field. Tell you what, let's move the goalposts further back, another 100 yards for the American distributors, importers, manufacturers, and let's bring the goalposts closer. So I'll tell you what, this is an analogy to a field goal in football. This would be the equivalent of Obama telling the home team, you now have to make a field goal. If you want to win the game, You've got to make a 100-yard field goal. We're going to move you back to your own 10-yard line, and you've got a 100-yard field goal to make. But Cubans, we're going to move you up. We're going to move you up to the 20-yard line, to the opposition's 20-yard line. Your field goal is 30 yards. One's a chip shot. The other is unmakeable. This is unacceptable, and this is why it is going to be a delight, a pleasure, refreshing to have a business person in the White House, a businessman, someone that understands what it means to invest your own capital, someone that understands what it means that onerous regulations against the home team are unacceptable. 
We must put America first. Barack Obama has put the Cuban commie pinko bastard regime first and the American cigar industry last. Unacceptable. The public has 30 days to comment. You can better believe that the Cigar Rights of America, the Cigar Association of America, the International Premium Cigar and Pipe Retailers Association, every cigar manufacturer, citizens, they will file comments. And if this is enacted, don't be surprised if there's a major lawsuit. You cannot have it both ways. You can't say to the American importers that your cigar is made in Honduras, Nicaragua, the Dominican Republic. They can come in, but they must comply with American law. But Cuban cigars, you get a pass. What on earth? What on earth has happened to this country? Thankfully, we have now less than five days, 23 hours, until there's going to be a 180-degree turnaround. Finally, business owners, entrepreneurs, people that invest capital in this country will now be looked upon in a positive light, not as the enemy. Much more to get to today. Don't forget the Cigar Dave Alpha Pleasure Fest now three weeks away in the Cigar City of Tampa. The Cigar Dave Alpha Pleasure Fest on the flight line Saturday, February 4th. 2017, 10 a.m. to 3 p.m., Shelter Aviation right on the grounds of Tampa International Airport in Hangar 1A will enjoy fantastic cigars from J.C. Newman, including the brand-new Black Diamond by Diamond Crown making its worldwide debut. We'll have incredible delicacies, fantastic buffet, including a carnivore station, a Tampa paella, Many, many other delicacy treats, great bourbons from Jack Daniels and Old Forster. In fact, we'll have Old, Old Forster mint juleps, some gentlemen. Jack will also have some Sinatra, Frank uh, Sinatra uh, by Jack Daniels. Craft beers from Dunedin Brewing. Great nationwide broadcast of the Cigar Dave Show with the entire crew, including Mick the Brit, all the Western New York Theater of Operations crew will be there. Info and tickets. It's an all-VIP, all-inclusive ticket. Soup to nuts. It is the deal of the century. Go to CigarDave.com. Ticket sales are limited. We're coming to the final weeks. Do not miss out. Great time of year to come to the Cigar City. As I look out, Command Center Alpha, beautiful sunny day in the mid-70s. Hell of a lot better than being in the snow, the ice, the sleet, the drizzle, the overcast of the Northeast, the Midwest. Come to the Cigar City for the Cigar Dave Alpha Pleasure Fest on the flight line in Tampa, Saturday, February 4th. Tickets and info, CigarDave.com. The Alpha Pleasure Fest on the Flight Line is set for Saturday, February 4th, 2017 at Shelter Aviation at Tampa International Airport in the Cigar City. This day of Alpha Male Pleasure Maneuvers is presented by Diamond Crown Cigars. As they introduce the new Diamond Crown Black Diamond, enjoy an enormous Alpha Male Buffet, great libations including Woodford Reserve, Craft Beer, Alpha Male Camaraderie, and Diamond Crown Cigars. Cigars. Tickets for the Alpha Pleasure Fest on the flight line are on sale now. Don't wait. Get them at CigarDave.com. In 1964, Jose O. Padron began rolling cigars bearing his name in modest surroundings with one guiding principle, always focus on quality, never on quantity. 
Nearly 40 years later, Padron cigars are recognized for their superior taste and majestic construction. The result of Padron controlling all aspects of the cigar making process, including planting their own seeds, growing and curing their own tobacco, and constantly supervising the rolling room. To Wall Street, it is called vertical integration. To the Padron family, it's called making great cigars. The Padron lines include the Padron 1964 Anniversary Series and the Padron Traditional line. All Padron cigars are wrapped in Nicaraguan sun-grown Habano tobacco, available in natural or maduro. Experience Padron. For your Padron retailer, call 1-800-453-5635. When Padron is on the band, quality is a matter of family honor. Surgeon General Warning. Tobacco use increases the risk of infertility, stillbirth, and low birth weight. This is the General inviting you to join me for a day of absolute alpha male pleasure maneuvers. It's the Cigar Dave Alpha Pleasure Fest on the flight line Saturday, February 4th, 2017 from Shelter Aviation in the Cigar City of Tampa. Our day will begin at 10 a.m. You'll get five great cigars from J.C. Newman and Diamond Crown, including the brand new Black Diamond, a full scrumptious alpha male lunch buffet. You will get samplings from Dunedin Brewing, great craft beers, and incredible spirits tastings from Jack Daniels, including the Jack Daniels Sinatra, Woodford Reserve, Old Forster, Cooper's Craft, and many more. You'll get a Cigar Dave embroidered briefcase. It's a great day of alpha male pleasure maneuvers. Tickets are all VIP and all-inclusive. Go to CigarDave.com for info and tickets. The Cigar Dave Alpha Pleasure Fest on the flight line, Saturday, February 4th, 2017, 10 a.m. to 3 p.m., Shelter Aviation in the Cigar City of Tampa. Go to CigarDave.com now for info and tickets. Hi, this is Rocky Patel. If you're a beginner or if you just enjoy a great mild cigar like I do in the morning, I suggest you try the Vintage 99. This seven-year-old Connecticut wrapper delivers a creamy, mild, smooth flavor. It's very, very balanced on your palate, and it absolutely is delightful. Tons of flavor, a perfect draw, and an incredible ash. This cigar is smooth. It will entice you to enjoying more and more of the Vintage 99s. It's just a nice, great, balanced, smooth cigar. Look for it, the oldest Connecticut shape in the market today. I'm Rocky Patel, and I promise you, nobody works harder than we do to make you a great quality cigar. Come visit us at RockyPatel.com. Surgeon General warning, cigar smoking can cause cancer and heart disease. Diamond Crown Cigars, Woodford Reserve Libations, Craft Beer, and a buffet fit for alphas. We're only three weeks until the Alpha Pleasure Fest on the flight line at Shelter Aviation in Tampa. Get your tickets now at CigarDave.com. That will be a magnificent event without any question. Check in 9 to 10 a.m. 10 a.m. the doors open. The Pleasure Fest Alpha Feast Buffet will be served from 10 a.m. to 2.30. Desserts until 3. You'll walk in. You'll get five premium Diamond Crown J.C. Newman cigars in an Alpha Pleasure Pack, including the new Black Diamond by Diamond Crown. Full Alpha Lunch Buffet, 1905-style Ybor salad. We'll have a Salem Smokehouse Buffalo Hot Dog Station 
carnivore carving station. We will have uh, paella, Valencia. It's going to be incredible, fantastic libations and drink samples. All the tickets are full VIP. Info and tickets, CigarDave.com. And it is the Cigar Dave Alpha Pleasure Fest on the flight line right at Shelter Aviation Hangar 1 in uh, overlooking the Tampa International uh, Airport aprons and runways. Going to be a covered event. It's going to be fantastic. Got to make it. And speaking of somebody that will make it, that will be there joining us from across the pond, the European colonel in charge of the European Theater of Operations, Colonel Mick the Brit. Mick, are you ready for Alpha Pleasure Fest flight line maneuvers? General, I am ready, and a happy new year to you and the lieutenants. And back at you, Mick, and I know you are. You were telling me you cannot wait to sample the new Black Diamond by Diamond Crown. It is off the charts. Now, the reason I have you on, Mick, a very important news item relative to the European Theater of Operations, specifically the Britain Theater of Operations. Eight years ago, the bust of Winston Churchill, which sat in the Oval Office, was removed by Barack Obama. A request was made a week ago by the Trump transition team to Prime Minister Theresa May of the United Kingdom to receive and uh, uh, display once again the Winston Churchill bust in the Oval Office. Theresa May said, absolutely, it will occupy the Oval Office. Finally, after eight years, Prime Minister Winston Churchill, whose mother was American, by the way, and the only person ever granted an honorary U.S. passport, the great Winston Churchill, he will be back in his rightful place. Absolutely, General. End of an era. He will indeed be back in his rightful place. And it's good to see that the new incumbent president has a sense of history and tradition. Well, uh, Donald Trump, a big fan of Winston Churchill and Nigel Farage of the UKIP, uh, formerly of the UKIP political party, first suggested that Trump requested back. And it's been sitting in the British embassy in Washington for eight years since uh, Obama basically said, thanks, but no thanks, you can have it back. He put in a, a bust of Martin Luther King instead. But I'm pleased to say Winston Churchill, cigar smoker, whiskey drinker, alpha male, will be back in the Oval Office so that Donald Trump can see him every day. Amen to that, General. All right, Mick, we are looking forward to having you with us three weeks away. We will see you in the Cigar City for the Cigar Dave Alpha Pleasure Fest on the flight line Saturday, February 4th, 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. Bring all your accoutrements and bring your proper Cigar Dave uniform, Mick. Roger that, General. And don't worry about bringing booze. We have plenty for you. We have stocked up for your visit. Lieutenant, speaking of booze, the National Cigar Litation and Libation Ceremony is around the corner. Don't forget, three weeks away, Cigar Dave Alpha Pleasure Fest on the flight line in the Cigar City of Tampa, CigarDave.com for info and tickets. Download the Cigar Dave mobile app for Android, Kindle, and iOS so you can listen to the general anytime, anywhere. The Cigar Dave mobile app is presented by Diamond Crown. Search Cigar Dave in the App Store today.
It's an exquisite day here at the Jensen Estate patio overlooking the 13th green. And we're underway. Jim Jensen has chosen his favorite stick. The Diamond Crown Number no. 4 by J.C. Newman. See the way he holds the cigar, Tom? Mm -hmm. Excellent balance and heft. Ooh, he's eyeing the Silky Connecticut Shade Wrapper, fermented twice for the smoothest, richest flavor. And hand-rolled by the Fuente family with a blend of six to seven distinct Dominican and Caribbean basin tobacco leaves. Each lovingly aged for at least five years. Oh, now Jensen's lighting up the Diamond Crown. He's got a precision burn, Tom. Mm, those highly complex flavors with hints of dark chocolate really deliver, Bill. Yes, like all cigars in J.C. Newman's premium Diamond Crown line. That'd be the highly rated Maximus and the Julius Caesar. Ah, now Jensen's settling in, rolling the rich smoke through his nose. Look at the satisfaction on his face, Bill. Oh, a thing of beauty, Tom. Experience the premium Diamond Crown brand by J.C. Newman at select retailers or Diamond Crown Lounge near you. Find us on Facebook at J.C. Newman Cigar Co. or visit diamondcrown.com. Enjoy the latest and greatest cigars shipped directly to you. Join the Cigar Dave Officers Club now, and you'll receive three premium cigars every month. Membership is just $22.95, including shipping and handling. Join by going to CigarDave.com now. That's CigarDave.com. Click on Officers Club. With an unlimited and secure supply of pleasure sticks available for the general to enjoy, it's time for National Cigar Litation Maneuvers. Well, we are celebrating gin in the month of January. I almost forgot with all the activity at the start of the show. So for the entire month of January, we make it January. Last week, we talked some craft gins. And there was a gin that I had that I didn't get to, which I will get to today. So, before we get to January, it's time to enjoy a fine cigar. I've been waiting all since the start of the show. It hasn't been that long, maybe 36 minutes. But I am ready, and I've been staring at this beautiful Rocky Patel Edge Sumatra. Now, this was the first cigar launched without a band in giant trays of 50 or 100 came out, I want to say, at least 10, 12 years ago, and everybody thought Rocky was crazy at the time. Reasonably priced cigar, probably in the six, six and a half dollar category. Beautiful looking stick. One size, six by 52 Toros. And now it comes in about four different variations. The Edge, the Edge Light, the Sumatra, the Corojo, the Nicaragua. But I have pulled out the Rocky Patel Edge Sumatra. Uses a beautiful Ecuadorian Sumatra wrapper, Nicaraguan binder. The filler is from Honduras, Nicaragua, and Peru. Now, when Rocky came out with these, he was the first, and within a short time, other manufacturers started duplicating and imitating the cigar. And he said, all right, now I've got to actually put a band on the cigar. But there's only one band. It's on the foot of the cigar. It's got the Rocky Patel logo, and this has Sumatra on it. I will pull this off because I don't want to cause ignition to that paper band. Wonderful looking cigar, wonderful aroma, six inches in length, 52 ring gauge. Again, solid performer, great price, solid cigar, 
made in Honduras. You cannot go wrong. The Rocky Patel Edge Sumatra, my selection today. Cigar-altering and highly sharpened leaf-exposing device. Self-sharpening, double-edged stainless steel guillotine, ready to go. Maximum BTU flame-throwing and heat-producing apparatus. Well, I've got for the Cigar Dave R&D Laboratories, I've got the grenade. We call it a giant grenade. It looks like a grenade. It feels like a grenade. Humongous tank. Single SST jet flame flies out about four inches. That's what I would use today on this Rocky Patel Edge Sumatra. Cigar, Cigar pre-lightation checklist complete. No faults detected. Area clear of all enemies of pleasure. Approval to go throttle up in three, two, one. Perfect cut. I mean, picture perfect. If we had a slow motion replay, you would say, my God, General, that is brilliance. That is perfection. I've got to decide what special cigar and libation I will enjoy next Friday, January 20th at noon Eastern time. Actually, 12.01, right after Donald J. Trump assumes takes the oath and assumes the presidency of the United States of America. You can be sure, major celebratory maneuvers. But I'm going to toast the foot of this Rocky Patel Edge Sumatra. Cannot believe. T minus five days, less than 23 hours to go. Until make America great again. We are done with Obama. I hope I never hear about him, never hear from him, never hear from Michelle. Don't want her getting involved in lunch. Don't want her getting involved in any food selections. I want them out. Bye-bye. Sayonara. Assume your rightful place in history, and that is as the worst president and first couple in the history of this country. Period. All right, toasting the foot of this cigar. Oh, by the way, if some of you are offended at what I had to say, too bad. No, too damn bad. Could care less. Okay, now I'm puffing and rotating. It's so wonderful to be an alpha male that doesn't give a damn about political correctness. It's a beautiful thing. All right. Puff and rotate. Right draw. Mm. Nice combination. Some nice woody flavor. Some sweetness. A little bit of spice. Blow on the foot of this cigar. Perfect even amber glow. Take a few puffs. They're very nice. Wonderful. The cigar itself smells great. Just smelling it before you light it. Great aroma, great draw. Again, six, six and a half bucks. How can you go wrong with this? You cannot. And there is an edge sampler pack that if you go to various retailers, some have, that have four different Rocky Patel edges. I think there's the Sumatra there's the Edge Light, there's the Corojo, and I think the Nicaragua. But a nice four-cigar Edge sampler pack. Now, I've got my cigar. Continuing celebrating January, I need the appropriate gin to accompany this beautiful stick. Scotch, bourbon, and beer. Commence thirst-quenching libationary maneuvers. Well, I've been staring at this bottle of Bombay Sapphire London Dry Gin Vapor Infused. For the last week, it's been sitting right here. On my Command Center Alpha desk, special glass desk, actually looks like an, an airplane wing because I'm an aviation buff, looks like a wing, and it's been staring at me every day since last Saturday. So now I'm going to pull the bottle. I love the color of the bottle. It's got a beautiful hue, nice tall bottle. It's just an iconic bottle, iconic presentation, Bombay Sapphire. 
gin first launched in 1987. The name originates from gin's popularity in India during the British Raz, and the sapphire in question is the star of Bombay on display at the Smithsonian Institution. Now, many people think that Bombay Sapphire has been around for 100 years. It is not. It's a relatively, I mean, 87. That's the year after I graduated from Syracuse University. What a beautiful-looking gin made in Great Britain. Now, they have the original London Dry Gin, the original dry. They have the Bombay Sapphire. And in September of 2011, the Bombay Sapphire East was launched in two test markets, New York and Vegas. It has an additional two botanicals, lemongrass and black peppercorns, in addition to the regular 10, bottled at 84 proof. And it's much spicier, a little bit more personality on the palate. Now, what are the botanicals? Now, first, to be gin, you have to have juniper. They use juniper berries from the hills of Tuscany. That is at the heart of the Bombay Sapphire recipe. They also use lemon peel. Grains of paradise, coriander, cuba berries, orris roots, almonds, I love almonds, almonds from Spain, cassia bark, licorice, and angelica. And it's infused properly, and you get just the perfect fusion of tastes. It's got some wonderful, you definitely have that juniper, a little bit of that citrus note, a little bit of uh, sweetness, just a wonderful aroma, very, very balanced. I will open up the bottle here. And I will pour a little sample. Now, I always use a special whiskey glass. I like a whiskey snifter because it allows me to swirl the gin or any of the spirits. And it gives a nice bouquet, a nice incredible floral aroma on the nose. And I'm really able to discern all the various botanicals that are in here. Wow. Beautiful aroma. Let me say cheers. Mm, mm, mm. Mm. Ah. Any time of year, gin is great. Summer, it's refreshing. Winter, it's got a wonderful taste. Straight up gin. Who needs ice? Who needs tonic? Now, next week, as we celebrate the day after Donald Trump's inauguration. I'm debating, do I have a Trump and tonic or do I have a Trump-tastic? Actually, we've been working on a special libation with Samadier Dave and our mixologists, in-house mixologists. We will have the special Trump-tastic recipe posted next week in time for the inauguration. So I will have a Trump-tastic next week and I'll also sample about two additional gins next week. And the last Saturday of January, We'll do an entire tasting of gin, various gins, and gin libations, gin concoctions. We've never really celebrated gin on the Cigar Dave Show. We've tasted it now and then. Entire month we're doing gins, and it's incredible with the, with the renaissance, the popularity of these new craft distillers, how they are taking unique expressions to the gin spirit. And last week we had few spirits the few gin the breakfast gin the american gin f-e-w few from evanston illinois and i have to tell you they're american gin off the charts but very unique flavors 
So we will sample many of those over the next few weeks, and we'll have the Trump-tastic cocktail with some gin to celebrate Donald Trump's taking the oath of office and becoming the 45th president of the United States of America. Lieutenants, when we continue, I will get into the world of beta males and alpha males. It is, there, is some, there are some items going on that are just downright disturbing and involves men, maybe if we call them men, I'm not really sure, but males and makeup and what men are doing to their legs. This alpha, 100% USDA alpha, will never do two things that I'm about to discuss when we come back. Don't forget, D-minus three weeks away and counting from the Cigar Dave Alpha Pleasure Fest on the flight line in the Cigar City of Tampa, Saturday, February 4th, 2017. It's an all-VIP event. Shelter Aviation at Tampa International Airport, 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. We launched the brand-new Black Diamond by Diamond Crown. 10 a.m. to 3 p.m., you'll enjoy a huge alpha male feast, a buffet, great cigars from J.C. Newman, Diamond Crown. We'll have the live broadcast of the Cigar Dave Show, entire crew from noon to 10. Great desserts, great cigars, great samplings of craft beers from Dunedin Brewing, great distilled spirits and bourbons from Jack Daniels, including the Jack Daniels Sinatra. Also, we'll have some old Forster mint juleps, some other special surprises, Tickets and info, CigarDave.com. It is the steal of the century. It includes everything. You walk in, you will eat, you will smoke, you will sip, you will regale, you will have fantastic alpha male pleasure times. Bring your dame, bring your harem, bring your mistress. Cigar Dave Alpha Pleasure Fest on the flight line, Saturday, February 4th, Shelter Aviation in Tampa. Perfect time of year to come to Tampa. 75 degrees and sunny today. I guarantee it's not like that in the Northeast or Midwest. Come down, tickets and info, CigarDave.com. The General is always on Twitter, delivering breaking news, giving you the latest intel on cigars, and battling the enemies of pleasure. Chat with the General now at Cigar Dave Show. Hi, this is Rocky Patel. I'm here with my brother Nish and my cousin Nimish, and we're talking cigars. Guess what? They want me to vote on what my favorite cigar is. It's tough, but I'm gonna go with the Decade. I love it. It's rich, decadent, and smooth. Rocky, you know what? The Decade's a great cigar, but the 15th anniversary, that's the cigar. That celebrated your 15 years in business, and I gotta tell you, it's my favorite. You know what, Nish and Rocky, you both are wrong. The best cigar is Freedom by Rocky Patel. This cigar delivers a lot of spice, a lot of flavor, and in my opinion, it's the best cigar we make. As usual, we can't agree. But guess what? There's a great cigar for everyone. I promise you, nobody works harder than we do to make you a great quality cigar. Come visit us at RockyPatel.com. Surgeon General Warning. Cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes. This is the General inviting you to join me for a day of absolute alpha male pleasure maneuvers. It's the Cigar Dave Alpha Pleasure Fest on the flight line Saturday, February 4th, 2017 from Shelter Aviation in the Cigar City of Tampa. Our day will begin at 10 a.m. You'll get five great cigars from J.C. Newman and Diamond Crown, including the brand new 
Black Diamond, a full, scrumptious alpha male lunch buffet. You will get samplings from Dunedin Brewing Great Craft Beers and incredible spirits tastings from Jack Daniels, including the Jack Daniels Sinatra, Woodford Reserve, Old Forester, Cooper's Craft, and many more. You'll get a Cigar Dave embroidered briefcase. It's a great day of alpha male pleasure maneuvers. Tickets are all VIP and all-inclusive. Go to CigarDave.com for info and tickets. The Cigar Dave Alpha Pleasure Fest on the flight line. Saturday, February 4th, 2017, 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. Shelter Aviation in the Cigar City of Tampa. Go to CigarDave.com now for info and tickets. And the winner of the first Nobel Pleasure Prize for Outstanding Achievement in Advancing the Alpha Male Good Life is your general, Cigar Dave. Were there seriously any other candidates? I don't think so. I espouse the Alpha Male Good Life. I am unapologetic. Guilt is never an option here on the Cigar Dave Show. You know I espouse to be 100% certified USDA Alpha. There is testosterone raging through my vessels, through my veins. There is not one lick of wussified beta. does not exist. Now, we are living in an era where the wussified beta, the nadless beta, is profound. In fact, I have gone on to say that the alpha male is becoming and is an extinct species. We are doing our part to reverse that. And by the way, speaking of that, make sure you check... We've got a brand new segment, our first installment of the brand new Bold Alpha television video segments that we are doing. Be sure to check it. We'll put a post at CigarDave.com and social media. What is an alpha male? Many people don't know. But speaking of beta males, speaking of something that alpha males will never do, alpha males will never, ever wear makeup. Now, if you're on television and they have to put some pancake on you, that's a different story. But this alpha male is never going to wear eyeliner. I'm not going to wear rouge. I'm not going to wear lipstick. I'm not going to wear artificial eyelashes. But there are males, if you can call them that, that do. Maybelline, and this is so disturbing, Maybelline introduced their first male makeup ambassador, Manny Guterres. And there is nothing man in Manny. Oh, boy. He says, honestly, I couldn't be... More honored or thrilled, thank you to Maybelline for taking a chance on me. I'm doing that in too much of an alpha male D voice. Let me try to do it in his voice. Again, just doing an impression. Honestly, I couldn't be more honored or thrilled. Thank you, Maybelline, for taking a chance on me. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but wearing makeup, you're damn right there is. He is a social media star known to YouTube as Manny Moi. Oh, isn't that special? He'll be starring in Maybelline's That Boss Life campaign promoting Big Shot Mascara. Now, think about this. They're hiring a ma- It's not even a male. I'm sorry. I just can't go there. He is not an alpha. I don't even think he's a beta. He is a pseudo-dame. But the 25-year-old says, I believe makeup is genderless. Really? Sorry. Dames wear makeup. 
I want my hot dames in my harem to wear makeup. I like the big glam. I like the Beverly Hills va-va-voom glamorama. I like the big eyes. I like the big hair. I like the big racks. But I'm sorry, I don't want to see men, boys, wearing makeup. And he says that, I believe makeup is genderless. It has no rules. Boys deserve just as much cosmetic recognition. When I was a boy, trust me, I was playing with model rockets. I was playing with, uh, playing sports, football. I was shooting off rockets. I was not in any way, shape, or form thinking about getting eyelash mascara. He came out in a YouTube video in August that's drawn out, that's drawn more than a million views. Now, looking at this guy, you didn't need him to come out officially. Just looking, you could tell that Manny Rodriguez was not 100% USDA hetero. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Could care less. But in some of his Instagram pictures, here's his statements. 2017, you're off to an amazing start. OMG, so excited to finally announce I'm part of the Maybelline Big Shot Mascara campaign. Honestly, I couldn't be more honored and thrilled. Thank you to Maybelline for taking a chance on me. I'm looking to working forward so much more. OMG. Ay, ay, ay. Please. And he's talking about his burgundy palette and his new, his new lashes. And by the way, Maybelline, not the only one to hire a male. Cover girl named James Charles, its first ever cover boy. Sorry, not for me. Now, here's another thing that is not for this alpha male or any other alpha male. Only, not even wussified. Ba- I mean, this is just too odd. of men admitted to trimming or shaving their legs, according to Men's Health magazine. They're calling themselves spornosexuals, the ones that shave their legs. I want women to shave their legs. Now, the feminists, I mean, they're growing jungles on their legs, on their arms, on their faces, the facial hair on these feminists. If you see some of these women's livers, I mean, they've got more facial hair than I do after about two weeks. I do not want women to have hair on their legs. Men, sorry. It's normal to have hair on your legs, hair on your arms. Women love it. They love petting this general. They love petting my arms. They love that. They like the alphaness, the ruggedness. It's just very primal. They love that. But here is what's more disturbing. More than half of women said they approve of men manscaping their legs. I have talked to probably 20 women in the past few weeks, not one of them. Not one has told me that they think men shaving their legs is a good thing. It's just so unnatural. It is weird. It is odd. And this is all part of the betafication, the wussification, the feminization of the American male. Frankly, it is disturbing. It is unacceptable. This alpha male... I love the chair, the hair on my chest. The women love it. The hair, and they love rubbing their hands through the, through the hair on the chest. I don't have a shaved chest. I don't get that lasered. Forget it. They love the beast, the alpha, the raw alpha that is in me. And I'm sure you as alphas get the same thing. Women want alpha males. This is unbelievable. In the People's Republic of California, a man is fighting, I kid you not, a caffeine DUI. The state won't back down. California man in the midst of a lengthy legal battle for driving under the, in, and driving under the influence charge that was issued a year and a half ago for operating a car while under the influence of caffeine. Since when did it become illegal to operate a car drinking your Dunkin' Donuts or your Starbucks? 
Never. Joseph Schwab, 36 years old, pulled over by a California Department of Alcoholic Beverage Control agent in an unmarked car who claimed that he had cut her off and was driving erratically. She administered a breathalyzer test, which displayed a 0.00 blood alcohol level. After the test, he was still put into county jail. Taken uh, for they, they took an additional blood toxicology test, the, and the, the report showed no illegal drugs in his system, no alcohol. About a year later, they filed charges saying they, fought, they found caffeine in his system. Now, since when is operating a car, drinking caffeine, illegal? His lawyer wants this dismissed. I would love to see this go to a jury. This shows you how ridiculous this country is becoming. And I said it. What's the next thing they're going after? They went after booze. They want prohibition of cigars. They're going after your steaks. They're going after the caffeine in your coffee. They want you to become a felon if you drink Starbucks or Dunkin' Donuts or McDonald's McCafe or an espresso. Unreal. Next hour, we'll be speaking with Dutch Mandel, longtime industry automotive journalist. We'll be talking about the North American International Auto Show, the Detroit Auto Show. What's going on in the world of cars as alpha males? We love cars. We love planes. We love trains. We love speed. We love cigars. We love spirits. We love our hobbies. Hey, I love shooting model rockets off. I still remember the name of my rocket as a kid that I love, my favorite rocket, the Estes Alpha 3. How appropriate was that? A kid, alpha male in training, loved his Alpha 3 rocket. Hour number two of The Cigar Dave Show is next. The Cigar Dave Show podcast is presented by Diamond Crown. Sit back, relax, pour a drink, and light up a Diamond Crown. As you begin the show with the general, Cigar Dave. This is CCRN, the Cigar Connoisseur Radio Network. Broadcasting from Humidor 1A in the cigar city of Tampa, Florida, USA. Welcome to the Cigar Dave Show, your weekly excursion into the world of cigars, spirits, and diversions. The cigar and pleasure-friendly hotlines are open. 877-DAVE-007. Now, fire up a cigar and pour yourself a cocktail. It's time for the general Cigar Dave. Five days, 22 hours away from Operation Make America Great Again. Life will be good once again in this country. I cannot tell you how rejoiceful I am. The big question is, what cigar and libation will I enjoy? And what delicacy will I enjoy? Will it be some sort of vegan vegetable product? You can't be serious. But there's a group that wants us to go vegan on Inauguration Day. Of course, we will never allow that to happen. We are three weeks away from the Cigar Dave Alpha Pleasure Fest on the flight line in the cigar city of Tampa. And lieutenants and fellow alphas, all I will tell you is, to quote our good friend Lee Corso, celebrating gin in the month of January, life is good. Welcome back, hour number two of the Cigar Dave Show, where the wussified beta male is never welcome unless he makes the pledge, the commitment to become a, 
USDA testosterone raging alpha male. He's willing to go through the conversion process with yours truly, the global alpha male in chief, guiding him along the way. Now, as I mentioned to you, we are three weeks away from the Cigar Dave Alpha Pleasure Fest. All the details at CigarDave.com. It's an all-VIP event. We'll be launching the new Black Diamond by Diamond Crown. Come to the Cigar City. Guarantee you will have a great time. In fact, if you ask every fan from Clemson and Alabama, even though Alabama lost, guarantee they will tell you they had a magnificent time in the Cigar City of Tampa, Ybor City, cigars, libations, the weather off the charts. Make a plan. Make a nice weekend of it. Come down Thursday, Friday. Stay for the Cigar Dave Alpha Pleasure Fest on Saturday, February 4th, 10 a.m. to 3 p.m., and then leave after Super Bowl, maybe Monday morning. Much better to watch the Super Bowl in a pair of shorts by the pool rather than frigid tundra of the Northeast or the Midwest. Now, as I mentioned, Inauguration Day is just five, uh, what is it, six days away, and uh, no, five days away, 22 hours. So we are getting very, very close. PETA, the people for the ethical treatment of animals. Not the PETA that I founded, people eating tasty animals. On Inauguration Day, they would like you all to go vegan. They want us all to go vegan. They're plastering the D.C. parade route with posters featuring Courtney Stodden, who is 22 years of age. She's married to, like, some, I don't know, 56-year-old guy. Nothing to look at. She, very good to look at. And she's got some very lovely... Rackage and stackage enhancements that I am 100% in favor for. In fact, I would tell you that those are a couple of pieces of meat that I would enjoy. And in fact, she's a vegan, but I've got a nice Hebrew national, a lovely big piece of meat that I would love for her to enjoy in her mouth. Guaranteed, it will be mouthwatering delicious. But she is being featured on these posters on the parade route saying, I want you to go vegan. Join the animal party. And it uh, looks like the Uncle Sam outfit, the big red, white, and blue top hat. She's wearing a nice halter top, showing her very ample decolletage and rackage and stackage bust area, the bustial region. But there is no way in hell that I or any of you are ever going to go vegan. In fact, I would tell you that going vegan is actually dangerous for you. It is coming out now that there could be a product in your vegetables, in your salad, in your kale, your coconuts, your avocados, your lettuce, your tomatoes that could be lurking in your food, in your water that could be dangerous, and that is copper. Excessive copper is now found to be a cause of copper toxicity that can make you feel poorly. And what is the one cause of copper toxicity? Copper overload due to increased vegetable and vegan-based diets. What have I said? What did I say last week? Studies show eating unprocessed meat, nice big piece of steak, nice piece of veal, nice piece of lamb, nice chicken. It's all good. It's all good. As long as it's not junked up with the antibiotics and all the other garbage that, uh, that they try to put in. They don't process it. And I can tell you what I'm going to enjoy for uh, Inauguration Day. I'm going to get a beautiful ribeye tomahawk chop, one of those three-pounder, two-and-a-half-inch jobs. I'm going to put it on my 175,000 BTU grill with my grill grates, and I'm going to grill it medium-rare on the inside, charred Pittsburgh style on the outside with nothing but kosher salt and pepper, and I'm going to consume that. I'm going to enjoy a fine premium cigar and some incredible libations, including the Trump-tastic 
the Trumptastic teeny that we are concocting for the inauguration. But there's no way in hell that I'm going vegan. I don't care how many posters they plaster up. It is never, ever going to happen. Now, we told you about that story in the People's Republic of California where a man was pulled over for erratic driving, and he was told that uh, he had to take a breathalyzer, 0.0 he blew, and yet they said that he, after a year, they said he had caffeine in his system. Well, I didn't know that caffeine is illegal. Speaking of caffeine, Starbucks is combining two of my favorite beverages, espresso and beer, in a do drink. They're launching their first beer, the Espresso Cloud IPA, one part coffee, one part craft beer. It is a foamy ice shake and espresso layered on top of a freshly poured IPA, served with an extra shot of espresso. So now you're going to have ample caffeine. You better be careful if you're driving in the People's Republic of California. You could get pulled over driving while caffeinated, DWC. Now, this new Starbucks is going to be on their evening menu, their Starbucks evening menu in various locations, and they're making a push into wine and beer and other libations to try to extend the hours. So Starbucks, be on the lookout for an Espresso Cloud IPA. Now, for this month's Officers Club, want to remind you that we've got a very unique selection. We have the from Placencia Cigars, which makes cigars for many others. They're now making their own brands. We've got a unique Placencia Reserva Organica Nicaraguan Puro, Nicaraguan wrapper, filler, binder. Very mild, very unique flavor. All organic tobaccos. And the Placencia Classic, which is a very nice, medium, mild uh, Medium, well, mild to medium cigar, Honduran, Nicaraguan tobaccos, Nestor Placencia, Nestor Placencia Jr., known for their great cigar tobaccos. They make great cigars for many. Now they're coming out with many of their own brands. That is the January Officers Club selection. If you're not a member of the Cigar Dave Officers Club, go to CigarDave.com. $22.95 per month gets you the latest and greatest in the world of cigars. When we come back, we will talk with Dutch Mandel, longtime auto industry journalists talking about the North American International Auto Show. What's happening? What's cool in the world of cars at the Detroit Auto Show? The Alpha Pleasure Fest on the Flight Line is set for Saturday, February 4th, 2017 at Shelter Aviation at Tampa International Airport in the Cigar City. This day of Alpha Male Pleasure Maneuvers is presented by Diamond Crown Cigars as they introduce the new Diamond Crown Black Diamond. Enjoy an enormous Alpha Male Buffet, great libations including Woodford Reserve, Craft Beer, Alpha Male Camaraderie, and Diamond Crown Cigars. Cigars. Tickets for the Alpha Pleasure Fest on the flight line are on sale now. Don't wait. Get them at CigarDave.com. Hi, this is Rocky Patel. And every day our personal rights and privileges are being taken away by the federal government so we can enjoy what we love, our cigars. We introduce the freedom to celebrate all the time and energy spent in Washington, D.C., fighting for the rights of cigar smokers and against unfair tax and regulation. This cigar has a beautiful Oscuro wrapper that when combined with the variety of Nicaraguan tobaccos, produces a rich, spicy flavor. 
The smoke of this complex cigar introduces spice with hints of sweet espresso and cocoa with a slight touch of oak and nut on the back of your palate. So celebrate life and protect your right by enjoying and reaching out for a Rocky Patel Freedom Cigar. I promise you, nobody works harder than we do to make you a great quality cigar. Come visit us at RockyPatel.com. Surgeon General warning, cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes. This is the General inviting you to join me for a day of absolute alpha male pleasure maneuvers. It's the Cigar Dave Alpha Pleasure Fest on the flight line Saturday, February 4th, 2017 from Shelter Aviation in the Cigar City of Tampa. Our day will begin at 10 a.m. You'll get five great cigars from J.C. Newman and Diamond Crown, including the brand new Black Diamond, a full scrumptious alpha male lunch buffet. You will get samplings from Dunedin Brewing, great craft beers, and incredible spirits tastings from Jack Daniels, including the Jack Daniels Sinatra, Woodford Reserve, Old Forster, Cooper's Craft, and many more. You'll get a Cigar Dave embroidered briefcase. It's a great day of alpha male pleasure maneuvers. Tickets are all VIP and all inclusive. Go to CigarDave.com for info and tickets. The Cigar Dave Alpha Pleasure Fest on the flight line, Saturday, February 4th, 2017, 10 a.m. to 3 p.m., Shelter Aviation in the Cigar City of Tampa. Go to CigarDave.com now for info and tickets. It's an exquisite day here at the Jensen Estate patio overlooking the 13th green. And we're underway. Jim Jensen has chosen his favorite stick. The Diamond Crown Number no. 4 by J.C. Newman. See the way he holds the cigar, Tom? Mm-hmm. Excellent balance and heft. Ooh, he's eyeing the silky Connecticut Shade Wrapper. Fermented twice for the smoothest, richest flavor. And hand-rolled by the Fuente family with a blend of six to seven distinct Dominican and Caribbean basin tobacco leaves. Each lovingly aged for at least five years. Oh, now Jensen's lighting up the Diamond Crown. He's got a precision burn, Tom. Mm, Those highly complex flavors with hints of dark chocolate really deliver, Bill. Yes, like all cigars in J.C. Newman's premium diamond crown line. That'd be the highly rated Maximus and the Julius Caesar. Ah, now Jensen's settling in, rolling the rich smoke through his nose. Look at the satisfaction on his face, Bill. Oh, a thing of beauty, Tom. Experience the premium Diamond Crown brand by J.C. Newman at select retailers or Diamond Crown Lounge near you. Find us on Facebook at J.C. Newman Cigar Co. or visit diamondcrown.com. authority on cigars, spirits, diversions, and the good life. The General Cigar Dave. If I'm not mistaken, this is Devo with their song card. Sergeant Steve, am I correct? I remember that song way back from my collegiate days. And it still sounds good today. Well, when we think January, the first thing is obviously New Year's champagne, sparkling wine. Then we get into the bowl season with all the college games on New Year's Day. Had an incredible, probably the best, I think, collegiate bowl game ever this past Monday night. Clemson, Alabama, here in the Cigar City of Tampa, as Clemson wins it with one tick to go on the clock. And another thing that occurs in January that we celebrate here on the Cigar Dave Show is the North American International Auto Show from Cobo Hall in the Motor City of Detroit. And joining us to discuss everything automotive and vehicular, we've got Dutch Mandel for 30 years. He has been an automotive journalist. He, his last gig, publisher and editorial director of Auto Week magazine, autoweek.com. 
Now he is on his own, using his expertise, lending it to others in the industry. Dutch, great to have you. It is warm here in the Cigar City. I don't think it's that bad in the Motor City right now. Well, first off, long ashes to you, General. Thank you for having me back. It's not too cold here inside the house. It's pretty chilly outside, but, uh, you know, warmth is just around the corner. That's right, because you are going to become a Southerner, a South Carolinian, before you know it, in uh, the next few weeks, if I'm not mistaken. Absolutely. Cannot wait to go to uh, uh, this wonderful little island called Kalawasee and uh, sit on my back porch and have a cigar or six and uh, enjoy life as it passes by. As well as some great bourbon. I know you told me that you're going away present when you left Auto Week. You got some fantastic bottles of bourbon. Oh, I got six case, six cases. I got, I got a six pack. I got a case of Breckenridge, which wasn't all that bad. I got four bottles of Woodford Reserve from the single barrel to the uh, double oak, and can't uh, go wrong with Woodford. Roses. Oh, Woodford yep. was wonderful. Absolutely, four roses. Same thing. We've if, had their distillers on. They're just phenomenal uh, bourbons. No question about it. Nothing, nothing better than a good bourbon and. Uh, a, a single ice cube, a cigar, and a great, uh, a great sunset. And of course, when we're talking about the alpha male lifestyle, we include cigars, spirits, grilling steaks. Got to talk about cars. <laughs> and you know, the big story has been the what do they call those though? The autonomous vehicles, the self-driving cars. Where is the fun in that? <laughs> well, think of it this way, Dave. The uh, We'll let the people who don't care about life, who don't understand the, uh, the alpha male uh, existence, uh, be driven around. They can sit there and tweet and text and Facebook and Skype and do whatever they want and leave us to use the clutch uh, to speed in the left lane and go as we want to go, internally combusted and uh, with a smile on our face. Well, I think there is a, there's definitely a place for autonomous vehicles. I mean, when you think about people that can't drive or people that have limitations, seniors, I, really, I think that, that would open the door up, and I think that would be phenomenal. The question is, is the technology legitimate, Dutch? I mean, can, can these cars go on any road, or, or are there going to be severe limitations? Well, uh, every, every day, the advancements in the technology is getting better and better. And I, like you, believe that there's a place and a time for autonomous vehicles, uh, particularly for our seniors in, in, uh, in limited situations. But uh, the, the technology is getting better and better, whether it's uh, radar or LIDAR. Uh, it's a, an ability to see potholes, an ability to see the, the roads. The cars are talking to each other. Uh, it's coming. It's coming fast. We'll probably see a good fleet of cars in the next decade. Now, are these going to be like weird-looking cars with things, you know, on the top of the car and on the side? Or is it just going to look like a normal car when you get in? You're really not going to notice much difference. Well, I think that when you get in, you're going to notice a difference because you're not going to have uh, the trans. Well, you'll have a transmission hump, um, but it, it will have a, a larger uh, uh, screen for uh, entertainment, infotainment. Uh, they will not be science projects. We're not looking... Uh, at a, a Woody Allen movie, um, these things are going to be our cars. And in fact, they're running around now, uh, and you may not even know it. Uh, so as uh, the technology advances, uh, we are going to be able to drive cars that look just like the cars we're driving now, but actually we're just going to be riders. 
Before we get into talking about uh, some of the cool cars over at the North American International Auto Show up in Detroit, and by the way, that show goes on for what? That's like a three-week show, isn't it? Well, it's a yeah, it's an uh, an eleven-day show uh, actually, and it goes uh, until next Sunday. Um, and they'll get a million people in there, close to a million people. Um, it, it's uh, been a tradition put on by the uh, Detroit Auto Dealers Association that uh, folks around here and in the Midwest come to because it's the largest show. It's the only international auto show in uh, in America. Uh, 5,000 journalists come because of the kind of news that's being made. And uh, uh, it's uh, it's the granddaddy of them all. Uh, it's, a, it's a great event to come to if you happen to be in the area. Uh, it'll put a smile on your face regardless of whether or not you, you love cars because there's some just new technology out there you got to see. So it is the Rose Bowl of auto shows, since it's the granddaddy of them all. It is absolutely the Rose Bowl of auto shows. All right, before we get into uh, talking about the specific cars, I do want to ask this, because I know that under the Obama administration, they increased the CAFE standards. I don't know what that mm-hmm. acronym stands for, but basically it's the fuel, the miles per gallon uh, for cars, and I believe that they average that, what, over the overall fleet of a cigar, man- or, uh, correction, an auto manufacturer? <laughs> Absolutely. It's a corporate average fuel economy is what CAFE stands for. It was, uh, it was one of the first things that uh, Obama did when he came into office. I believe the, uh, the number was a fairly arbitrary 50 point, I want to remember if it's 50.5 miles per gallon. So if you have a fleet of vehicles, let's say you're um, uh, Toyota and you've got to get it in your, your biggest cars and your smallest cars, you've got to average 50.5 miles per gallon. Uh, so that, no rhyme or reason to it. They didn't look and say, okay, let's do this over stages. Let's let's see what the technology can give us. They basically just said, here's the number. It's 50 point something, and away you go. Well, I think they looked at the technologies, and I, I think that they looked at uh, the way in which the cars were, were going, and they are cars today are far more efficient than they were 20 years ago. Um, and, uh, they said, okay, you could probably reach 40 miles a gallon, 45 miles a gallon. Let's put a stretch goal of 50.5 out there. Um, and, and, uh, we're seeing cars, uh, this is a number that you're going to love. I believe that there are 83 cars today that are more than 500 horsepower. So you get the, you get the horsepower, but you also get the efficiency. So maybe we dial back some of those cars and we increase the fuel economy, but it was, it was, uh, from our friends in California at the California Air Resources Board that really weighed in heavily on what kind of fuel economies and expectations, taking a look at the technologies that were coming and available, that uh, that 50.5 number was uh, achieved. Well, I got to believe that I know Donald Trump wants to keep jobs in the United States. We've already seen, uh, what, Fiat Chrysler announced an increase in Ford. So perhaps there's going to be some modification of that. And, and is that really one of the reasons why some of these auto manufacturers were playing around with the emission standards? Is, does, is there a correlation there? I believe that there might very well be because early on, um, you know, they were told uh, we, we do know that diesel fueled vehicles, diesel powered vehicles get better get better fuel economy um they uh the 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 germans came out and said okay we can we can achieve this kind of fuel economy with our fleet um and as we saw uh, they were able to put in a technology that allowed it to achieve the emissions particulate standards when it was on the dynamometer and then 
uh, during testing. And then when it went into real world, it went back to a less clean uh, engine. So there are some manufacturers who are using diesel, some are using hybrid, some are using electric because it's across the fleet to achieve those kinds of standards. And I think that that's, that could very well have been a reason, an impetus to try to um, get to those fuel economy numbers. Absolutely. New word to add to your vocabulary, Alphas, dynamometer. Everybody should have a dynamometer in their bar or in their humidor. Dutch Mandel, longtime automotive journalist, 30 years in the automotive journalism biz. Our guest as we talk, the Detroit Auto Show, officially the North American International Auto Show in Detroit. When we come back, we'll get into some of the cool cars you'll be looking at in showrooms right around the corner. You, you need to add some alpha to your Facebook news feed. By following The General, you'll get the latest intel in the world of cigars. Info on the show each week and see what The General is smoking. Click like at Facebook.com slash Cigar Dave. This is The General, inviting you to join me for a day of absolute alpha male pleasure maneuvers. It's the Cigar Dave Alpha Pleasure Fest on the flight line, Saturday, February 4th, 2017, from Shelter Aviation in the Cigar City of Tampa. Our day will begin at 10 a.m. You'll get five great cigars from J.C. Newman and Diamond Crown, including the brand new Black Diamond, a full, scrumptious alpha male lunch buffet. You will get samplings from Dunedin Brewing, great craft beers, and incredible spirits tastings from Jack Daniels, including the Jack Daniels Sinatra, Woodford Reserve, Old Forster, Cooper's Craft, and many more. You'll get a Cigar Dave embroidered briefcase. It's a great day of alpha male pleasure maneuvers. Tickets are all VIP and all inclusive. Go to CigarDave.com for info and tickets. The Cigar Dave Alpha Pleasure Fest on the flight line, Saturday, February 4th, 2017, 10 a.m. to 3 p.m., Shelter Aviation in the Cigar City of Tampa. Go to CigarDave.com now for info and tickets. Enjoy the latest and greatest cigars shipped directly to you. Join the Cigar Dave Officers Club now, and you'll receive three premium cigars every month. Membership is just $22.95, including shipping and handling. Join by going to CigarDave.com now. That's CigarDave.com. Click on Officers Club. It's just three weeks until the Alpha Pleasure Fest on the Flight Line, presented by Diamond Crown Cigars in the Cigar City of Tampa. Get your tickets now before they're sold out. All the info is at CigarDave.com. And we'll be debuting the brand new Black Diamond by Diamond Crown at the Cigar Dave Alpha Pleasure Fest on the Flight Line, just three weeks away. Shelter Aviation right on the grounds of the Tampa International Airport in the Cigar City. It's going to be very cool with great cigars incredible alpha male delicacies, huge alpha male buffet with a alpha carnivore station, great bourbons from Woodford Reserve, Old Forster, Jack Daniels. We've got some special single malt scotches that we'll be enjoying. Also got craft beer from Dunedin Brewing. Live show from noon to 2 Eastern time. It's going to be a fantastic time. And by the way, as uh, I look out here from Command Center Alpha Humidor 1A, 
There is no snow. There's no gray skies here in the Cigar City of Tampa. So make plans to join us. All the info, tickets, CigarDave.com, Cigar Dave Alpha Pleasure Fest on the flight line presented by Diamond Crown Saturday, February 4th, 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. Shelter Aviation in the Cigar City of Tampa. Dutch Mandel joins us, longtime automotive journalist, last gig spent uh, as the publisher, editorial director of Auto Week magazine. We're talking the National North American International Auto Show up in Detroit, also known as the Detroit Auto Show. Now, Dutch, let's do a quick preview here of some of the cars, some of the things, the big stories. And really, this year, not as much excitement as in previous years of the Detroit Auto Show, correct? Yeah, that's correct. It, 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 it came and it was a little flat. And I got to think that part of that is as a result of uh, some, some uh, forecasting 18 months ago uh, that said that uh, 2016 was going to fall off in terms of sales and automakers. You know, these, these concept cars are not inexpensive. They're, you know, a million and a half, two million dollars to build. And they said, we can't invest in that kind of, uh, uh, of car uh, lust. So um, the cars that we saw were very straightforward. Uh, they were mainstream, uh, some faceless, some really cool cars. Uh, but they were, it was, there was not the exuberance or extravagance of years past. Still, 2016 was a record-selling year. So damn the forecast, full speed ahead. Yeah, and the question is, how long can that go for? And you look now, you're seeing an increase in some uh, some of the subprime loans on these auto uh, on these auto transactions. So mm-hmm. who knows? Yeah, there could be some storm clouds ahead. But as of right now, the industry has been selling cars left and right. And when you look at where they were back in 2000, what was it, 2007, 2008, they were right. they were almost people thought that was it. The auto business was nobody was ever going to buy a new car again. Well, they're sucking hind teeth. That's absolutely right. And, uh, uh, you know, General Motors was, uh, as we know, uh, in the throes of, uh, of the death. And um, you know, they could be profitable at a 10 million unit year. And they were very fortunate that they got close to that. Um, but now at 17 million, it's uh, everybody is uh, they're, they're not lighting cigars with hundred dollar bills, but they're a lot happier than they were. Yeah, let, talk about Mary Barra, the CEO of, of General Motors. Is she good? I think she's great, honestly. I think she is, uh, you know, it would be a misnomer to suggest that Mary is part of the new GM. She's been there for 33 years, right. 34 years. Uh, but what she brings to it is a different culture. Uh, and she really is imbuing that, that uh, company with a, a more inclusive sense uh, she is a big proponent of STEM re, uh, um, uh, education, which is great. Uh, she'd like to get more Americans learning the maths and sciences and, uh, to, and, and engineering to help uh, uh, us become great again. And uh, GM is, has looked and stared into the abyss, and uh, she's the right person to lead it. And she's got some great um, uh, adjutants with a guy by the name of Mark Royce, who's a second-generation GM guy, who's in charge of product, and he is a car guy extraordinaire. So she is not a Roger Smith, a former CEO of uh, GM that oh, said, anything we boy. build, they'll buy. <laughs> no, no. this is The idea of planned obsolescence is itself obsolete. Right. Now, did she come from the engineering side or the, or the, uh, the yep. product development side? She's an electrical engineer, and uh, she spent her time 
um, both in uh, doing electrical engineering, and then she went and worked in a factory, and then she did time in HR. So she's got a a fairly well-rounded liberal arts corporate education. And um, uh, to spend time with her, I had about a half an hour with her just at the GM party in December. And she is engaging. She is uh, interested uh, and interesting when it comes to uh, when, when when you have the opportunity to speak to her. I've got I've got a lot of time for her. Yeah, she, she doesn't seem like the typical uptight CEO type. You know, she seems very personable. All the interviews I've seen, she seems like a uh, kind of person you'd probably see, you know, at the supermarket out and about, uh, you know, driving her GM car uh, in Detroit. Well, she is, and she's a proud mom. Uh, she is a, a a proud wife, and she's a proud executive, uh, and she's very proud of General Motors. I mean, I uh, I have to say, I bought a, uh, you know, when an automotive journalist uh, no longer gets the opportunity to drive the other guy's cars all the time, you have to actually spend your own money. And I made the investment in a Chevy Tahoe, uh, and uh, when I told her that I bought a Tahoe, she the first words out of her mouth were "Thank you," um, which is a great way to go about recognizing your customers. And uh, she wanted to know how he was enjoying it. I, she is the real deal. Yeah, I drive, look, I drive American. I always have a lot of people that, that say, oh, only the foreign cars are great. They haven't driven an American car in 25 years. So the, 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 the standards now, if you take a look at an American car, the quality standards compared to a foreign car, I mean, they are, they are evenly matched without any question. Now, the number one selling car for the past 15 years in the United States has been a Japanese car, boo, the Toyota Camry. I think it, it passed the, uh, what was it, one of the Fords? Was it the Ford, um, which Ford was the Taurus. number one? It was the Ford Taurus. That's right, the Ford Taurus. Yeah, right, right, yes, right. And then Ford had the brilliant idea of let's get rid of the Taurus, called something else, and then they think they brought it back. But <laughs> the Toyota Camry, big facelift, big, uh, looked like it went to a plastic surgeon. Yeah, it, it, it's huge. Now, um, one of the things I got to say, though, uh, in Toyota's defense, uh, you know, they, they've got uh, something like 10 plants in the United States. So they, they've invested mightily here, uh, and they build the Camry uh, in very many ways here in the United States as well. Uh, but the new Camry is something that gives Toyota a real design uh, edge. Now, Toyota's all, all of the Toyota cars have been have have been a feral pablum in terms of design. That's what they've been knocked on. Great engineering, will drive forever, but the looks are blasé. That can't be said for the new Camry. Um, it's got uh, it's got all kinds of great things going to it, from aerodynamic strikes on the hood uh, and accents, and even uh, a cockpit-like interior. They have been selling these things like no one's business for the last 15 years. Um, and even though sedan sales are way down in the United States, they look to hold their lead in the, in that department. Yeah. I was going to mention that cockpit does uh, look good. Now also a a car from, uh, Asia, the Kia Stinger. Now this supposedly is what a a more expensive car. Is anybody going to get excited over an expensive Kia? That's, (laughs) that's going to be the $60,000, $70,000 question. This Kia Stinger, while it's an important car for Kia, leaves me scratching my head. Uh, I don't know if people are going to race to the Kia showrooms to buy this car. While it's a good-looking car, it's still a Kia. And they have been known for producing some extraordinary cars. The Forte is wonderful. The Optima is, is, is very good and stylish. 
Um, and they've always had the 10,000 mile warranty. They've been good, but are you going to plop down those kinds of dollars uh, for a Kia? I don't know. Uh, another big one is the Chevy Traverse. Big front yeah. wheel drive uh, utility that's a pretty nice looking rig. It's a great rig. Uh, Chevy is, uh, has, has toughened this up. Uh, they also did it to uh, the, the uh, GMC terrain. Um, these are uh, the kind of family haulers that more and more people are going to want to put their, their kids in. And uh, as, you, as you rightly noted, uh, the, the fit and finish, the quality, the styling is uh, in American cars is uh, on par with everybody else. And the Traverse is a strong vehicle. Uh, not that long ago, I rented a car and uh, I got a Chevy Impala. I, you know, I looked at it. They go Chevy Impala Space Ten or whatever. And so right. I went and got into it. Leather. I was shocked. It was blew it was away. a very comfortable. Blew me away. I'm like leather seats. <laughs> I mean, this did not seem like a Chevy Impala to me. This was a very nice car. Same thing with I think it's the Buick. Is it the Lucerne or Top End? Uh, uh, well, another... the, the Lacrosse, yeah, the Lacrosse, the, the, the Lacrosse, the Lacrosse. Yeah. I mean, I was shocked yeah. at how 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 incredibly. First of all, the design, the comfort, the finish, just a mm -hmm. very nice looking car. You'd never, I'd, I'd think and say that's not a Chevy. That that you close your eyes, you thought you were in certainly a Cadillac or or a Mercedes or even a BMW. Well, the Impala is spectacular. The Malibu is great. The Cruze started it all off, and that is a wonderful entry level vehicle. Um, Chevy, all of General Motors products, I will say up, up and down the product line, uh, are phenomenal. Buick, uh, who would suggest that you would want a Buick? Well, I would. And you're right, because you said the lacrosse, um, they're everybody in at, at General Motors, they're hitting on all cylinders. They just got to keep it going. You know, I love their commercials where people look and say, I've got the Buick, and they're looking for the car. They can't find it. <laughs> and then when they see it, they're like, that's a Buick. And and I remember my dad used to drive a Buick Electra 225 convertible. Ooh. And yeah. yeah, back in the day, that was a, that listen, Buick back in the day, that was a pretty, that was a solid car. And oh, and that, now you look at Buick, and they've really revamped their lineup, and they they really are doing well. They are doing well. They still have a problem with uh, trying to get people to get into their cars. Uh, right. Which is kind of a pity because we do lust for the roadmasters of the world, and you're right, the Electras, and I mean the 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 Rivieras. Where you know where oh, are I these love cars? The yeah, exactly. When I was in high school, when I was in high school, the Buick Riviera. I never. I said, boy, when I make it, I want to get a Buick Riv, man. And I'll never forget. <laughs> my father came home one day because. Uh, the dealership had multiple brands, and so they gave him a loaner while his car was in. And he came in and said, guess what car I have? And I said, what? The Buick Riviera. And I said, i got to drive it. He gave me the keys. I took it around the block. <laughs> and I said, boy. And I don't know why they don't bring that car back. Style it up. Bring a 21st century look to that. I would buy one of the. I'm not a, I only have one car, but if they brought a Buick Riviera, I would buy that car. Well, you know, unfortunately, um we would buy that car, but we're not the ones that they want to try to uh, uh, try to engage. Buick is selling a ton of cars, a ton of cars in uh, in China now. While the Riviera nameplate might work well over there, um, I, unfortunately, I hate to say this for us, our buying segment is dying out. So they got to talk to somebody else. And I think the number one seller for Buick is their little Encore Sport Utility, if you can believe that. Um, I know that. Oh, listen, 
come out with a new uh, new model called the Riv or the Riv XT. People will line up to buy it. Dutch Mandel, the longtime automotive journalist, last uh, spent as the publisher and editor uh, editorial director at Auto Week, automotive journalist expert, our guest for our diversion segments today as we talk North American International Auto Show, the big Detroit motor uh, show, the auto show up uh, in the Motor City. When we come back, we will talk about a, uh, a Volkswagen kind of retro car that's coming out and Ford 2 Big announcements on some retro cars. Talking about the Riviera, they're bringing back two special uh, sport utility vehicles. We will continue. Final concluding segment of this edition of the Cigar Dave Show comes your way next. If you miss any of the general show, you can catch up anytime with the Cigar Dave mobile app. Presented by Diamond Crown. Listen to the most recent show simply by opening the app with our continuous replay. Or you can download a podcast of a past show. Search Cigar Dave in the App Store to get it. In 1964, Jose O. Padron began rolling cigars bearing his name in modest surroundings with one guiding principle, always focus on quality, never on quantity. Nearly 40 years later, Padron cigars are recognized for their superior taste and majestic construction. The result of Padron controlling all aspects of the cigar making process, including planting their own seeds, growing and curing their own tobacco, and constantly supervising the rolling room. To Wall Street, it is called vertical integration. To the Padron family, it's called making great cigars. The Padron lines include the Padron 1964 Anniversary Series and the Padron Traditional line. All Padron cigars are wrapped in Nicaraguan sun-grown Habano tobacco, available in natural or maduro. Experience Padron. For your Padron retailer, call 1-800-453-5635. When Padron is on the band, quality is a matter of family honor. Surgeon General Warning. Tobacco use increases the risk of infertility, stillbirth, and low birth weight. America is under attack. Basic freedoms, privileges, and acts that we would normally take for granted are disappearing each day, including the simple ability to enjoy a cigar. This is Glenn Loop, Executive Director of Cigar Rights of America, CRA. At a time when elected officials should be thinking about education, public safety, and creating jobs, they are actually thinking about smoking bans, new taxes, and regulations of historic proportions on premium cigars. The cigars that provide us with pleasure, relaxation, and fellowship are under attack. We have to stop it. That's why Cigar Rights of America was created, to work for a new political day for cigar enthusiasts across America, to roll back restrictive laws and defeat onerous taxes and regulations that impact everyone from your local cigar shop to your personal humidor. For the price of a few great cigars, be a part of this effort to protect your right to enjoy a cigar without excessive taxation and cumbersome legislation. Go to CigarRights.org. Let's tell the government we've had enough. Join now, CigarRights.org. Defending your rights to life, liberty, and the pursuit of pleasure. It's the General Cigar Dave. And the pursuit to drive cars 
that guzzle lots of fuel and are very comfortable on the road. As we talk North American International Auto Show, the big Detroit auto show up in the Motor City of Detroit. Dutch Mandel, longtime automotive journalist and expert, 30 years in the automotive journalism biz. Our special guest, is, as he has been the last number of years. Dutch, uh, looking at some of the different releases, two of the big stories, well, one big story, two different uh, uh, components, Ford announcing... They're bringing back the Ford Bronco and the Ford Ranger. Are they going to call one the AC and one the OJ? <laughs> I don't think that that's a marketing ploy that Ford is going to uh, <laughs> uh, kind of jump on. But uh, I got to tell you, I am excited about that. Uh, the prospect, the Bronco is one of those things that tugs at your heartstrings. Uh, it, uh, it is a tough vehicle. Um, they have a choice. They have a decision to make. Is it going to be a, a two-door or a four-door? Um, there are not a lot of two door Bronco, the two door sport utilities that are selling four doors is what they have to have. If they can make it look like the seventies version, I'm all in. I got to have me one of those things. Yeah. That Ford Bronco was iconic. And I don't know why they dumped that, especially when SUVs were really taking off. Well, they dumped it because it got bloated and sales went down. And remember, they also had themselves a little rollover issue, um, um, you know, there, 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 were, there were a number of things that uh, conspired to it. They didn't move the design forward, uh, which was surprising because um, uh, Ford has, I would say, arguably the best uh, fleet of designers in, in among um, all of the manufacturers. Uh, they were put in place by uh, Jay Mays uh, a while ago and. um the design, the guy who's the head of uh, forward design right now, Maury Callum, while he's a Scotsman, he gets it. He was responsible for uh, the F-150, and uh, he gets trucks. He, he loves trucks. So um, I think that the new one is going to be, um, it's not going to be retro. It's going to be good, and I look forward to seeing what they produce. But that we now won't see is, until 2020. So yeah, we got, we've got uh, three years away now. There is a prototype, a concept from Volkswagen called the Volkswagen ID Buzz that mm -hmm. will make every tie-dying, peace-loving, kumbaya, <laughs> vegan extremely happy. It is kind of a retro to the VW bus, which, again, every uh, follower of uh, the Grateful Dead seems to drive around in. And this looks very similar with a 21st century look. Hey, 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 let's not talk ill of the dead. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm a big fan of them, but I will tell you that this bus is very cool. I don't know if you're going to be able to make grilled cheese sandwiches in the parking lot of one of those dead shows, but it is all electric. Uh, it is the sixth version of a micro bus that they've come out with as a concept. Um, stop teasing us, Volkswagen. Step up and make it. And I believe that people will buy it. So, uh, all I can do is it's it's really cool. It's very cute. One of the neat things about this is it's got a magnetic, um, you know, the the bouncy Hawaiian girls that you used to have on the on the dash of a car. Right. Right. Well, they had one of those things on a, a sort of magnetic uh, maglev device and it would bounce around. It levitated on the, in the front uh, of the of the dash and they swapped that out also for a Buddha. So uh, it it harked back to the nineteen fifty sixties, but with a microbus, a sixteen window microbus going for more than one hundred and ten thousand dollars now, uh, fully restored, they can uh, tap into that love. 
Well, I prefer to have the hot Hawaiian hula girls moving on my lap, <laughs> not necessarily on my dashboard. All right, let's take a look at a couple other things. Subaru Sport Utility, another big story there. It's a huge story, and it was sort of this kind of quiet riot of uh, stuff. Subaru is selling more cars than it's ever sold. It's got uh, something like six consecutive uh, years of, of uh, sales records. This is a properly sized sport utility. Think uh, a little bit smaller than a Chevy Tahoe, but uh, with all of the, the musculature of uh, uh, a, a Jeep uh, SRT. It's tough looking. Uh, and, um, uh, they're going to build it. It's just, when will they do that? And it'll be built in the United States. Um, uh, it's, uh, it was a quiet, uh, a quiet, uh, launch, but, uh, it'll make a lot of noise in the, in the marketplace. All right. Nissan has come out with their V motion 2.0 concept. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people walk past this and go, oh yeah, that's okay. That's nice. Um, Looking at it from a design perspective, it's uh, it's angular and it's very much reminiscent of what you'd see from Lexus. But this is, in my estimation, I'd probably put uh, a fiver on it that uh, this is the next Maxima. Uh, they don't go to this kind of level of detail in terms of their show cars, not to make it a real car. Yeah, the doors are suicide doors and the interior is all funky, but um, this is the next generation Maxima. And it's the styling design for Nissan in the future. It's pretty cool. It's a nice-looking ride. There's no question. Very angular. You know, it's interesting because Cadillac went that route a number of years ago. They were very edgy, and they were really Mm -hmm. the first. And now all the European companies and Japanese car companies seem to be following their lead. Uh, They are indeed. And um, you're right. Cadillac did that art and science design uh, aesthetic. And um, uh, there was the idea that Cars had to be round. They had to be voluptuous. They had to be organic. Uh, and Cadillac said, "To heck with that." Now yeah, we're seeing some. Yeah, they're, they're, yeah, they've, they've done away. well. They've done yeah, well. They Dutch, have. we yeah, got to wrap it up, but we appreciate you joining us. Dutch Mandel, longtime automotive journalist, last gig as the publisher, editor, uh, uh, over ed- editorial director of Auto uh, Auto Week. As always, Dutch. Great to have you on. Enjoy the cigars and bourbon. Cigar Dave, the general, saying, may your humidor always be full. May your cutter always be sharp. May your ash be extra, extra long. May your cars always be fast and slick. Semper Delictatio, always pleasure. Long live the alpha. Make America great again. It all starts next Friday at noon.